Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello everybody, welcome along to the Rangers Rabble podcast brought to you in association with NordVPN. Um, I've always wanted to say that, it sounds dead posh, doesn't it? Brought to you in association with. Um, yes, the sponsors of Rangers are now the sponsors of the Rangers Rabble, NordVPN, so thank you today guys for their support. Yeah, we are here for reaction to today's win at Ibrox Rangers 4, Hibs now we'll break down the game, we'll have a look at some individual performances, we'll talk about the manager, we'll get your comments in, so please keep them coming in. And of course you can as well if you want to help support the channel, join as a member, or if you fancy getting a wee subscription, getting 63% off a two-year subscription to NordVPN, the link for which is in the description. So hello and welcome to Ross Clark. Ross, my friend, how are you? Hello, mate. I'm just about to tell the man to put the light on. I look at this, I'm living in a cave. What's that? I'm going light on, please, babe. <laughs> it's just the sun just went away there as soon as we went live. That's that's usually what happens anyway. There you go. And he's back. There he is. Mm. Look at that. You, you kind of keep that beautiful face unlit for too long. That's There you go. And uh, with a man with a not-so-beautiful face, Stu. Stu, how are you? Well, I don't know how to take it, to be honest. I mean, Aldo's called me care, so... <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Uh, no, I'm really good. Really good. Um, really pleased with that. So looking forward to getting into it. All right. Well, let's get in. Yeah, then, Stu. 4-0. Um, how are you feeling? What did you see different? Does it change your thoughts? Did we, did we over-celebrate? Is, is the manager brought out that Harry Potter's magic wand and made everything better? Um, it's, uh, do you know what? I was sitting here before on the pre-match saying that if it's a bad result, we shouldn't overreact. We shouldn't go too far. I'm trying to do that on the other side now because it was a good, it was a decent performance today. Um, it you just saw that he's already got into them that the intensity 
hasn't been good enough and today it was far higher and one thing we've always said in this league is you've got to force mistakes out the pitch because the players aren't as good as us so if you get in their face they'll make mistakes and we've got so many chances out of doing that today um just yeah just that overall intensity what what is pretty much said in the presses and stuff like that the the forward passing taking risks which i thought we did quite a lot of today um just all in all probably the the most perfect start we could have hoped for under clement um you know we, there's a clement, clement. clement philippe clement um philippe. 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 <laughs> there's not much more we, we could have asked for i don't think um there's, there's still plenty to work on but i'm just gonna uh i'm just gonna enjoy that tonight because for once it, it was just really really enjoyable to watch rangers do you know what, Ross? It's really, really difficult to come on with any sort of negativity at all. Um, you know, there was certain things in there that I'm looking at and I'm saying mm, that we need to improve in that position. That player seems to be doing a lot of the same things that he used to be doing. But look, we, we took on a Hibs team in decent form, albeit, you know, they were, they were determined, they were playing out for the back and they kept on giving us opportunities. But it's a performance where we've played reasonably well for the full 90 and we've won 4 0. Yeah, um, and that's the difference. We I never allowed a team to play out for the back. Martin, before I start, I noticed in the comments before there, uh, the, the boy Gaz, um, I just like to send my condolences to him and his family on behalf of Rabo. He posted in that his mum had sadly passed away yesterday. Oh, so, fortunately, me and I'm sure all the rest of the guys at Rabo with you at this time. Um, you know, where to catch us or if you, you ever need to talk or anything like that. Aurora's, Aurora's not much anybody can say or do at such a tough time. But um, I just I noticed that earlier on, mate, and wanted to bring it up. Um, I, there's a lot of... I've lost my thread of thought, Martin. What did you ask me again? <laughs> just that we, we can't be too... too not, not negative, but, you know, when, when you... When you Look, when you when you run back over a game straight after it, there's always the negatives stick in your head more than the positives. But at the end of the day, we got a four 0 win against a, a team that's in half decent form under a new manager as well. Yeah, um, I, I said to you before. I think that of that team, that's that's what we expected when McBeal said they were going to play with a handbreak off. That's what that is. Lundstrom and Raskin both been allowed to go and join into the attack. None of them sitting covering. Nobody sitting back covering for Tav, just being able to go and play in the opponent's half and keep the pressure on them. That's all we've asked for. Um, I definitely think that Lammers and Dessers drop out of that team as soon as Cantwell and Danilo are fit. Although Dessers it was a great finish for his goal, but they just don't offer enough for me in the in the concept of the game, especially when we've got so much possession. Um, Lammers definitely looks like a guy who scored five goals in the last two seasons or whatever before he came. Um, but apart from that, that's the, the only real negative. Defence looks solid. I think probably the best thing that could have happened, um, although it's another injury, is Barisic going off. I just feel that when we've got Ridvan in the team, he him driving forward and going inside or outside freed up a lot of the space for Seema, which made that. A massive difference to him because as soon as as soon as he gets a, a half yard of space, sometimes he doesn't even need a half yard. He can really go and, and drive at teams uh, and cause problems, which I thought he did all day today. But I thought I agreed with the 
the sponsors in Ibrooks. I thought Raskin was man of the match. I thought he was outstanding, covered every blade of grass. Uh, less than 100%, although it's difficult to not give man an amount to somebody who's scored two goals, but we'll come on to that, but we'll definitely come on to that. Um, Aldo McNaught, uh, member for 13 months, thank you for the support, Aldo. That's what happens when you have a proper manager. And, of course, our own Canadian friend, Jerry Hardy, um, with a super chat. Thank you, Jerry. Um, Stu, I think, and this is pretty much along the same lines as what Ross has said, um, I think this, this is what it's like playing with the handbrake off. And you're on mute, Stu. Oh, he's the uh, first one to do it. Shocking best, behavior. Right, best of hair, Jay. Best of hair, Jay. No, it's, it's, it's exactly how we should be playing at Ibrox, um, certainly in the league anyway. There's there's no way teams should be coming and getting a free reign here. And, and you know, I think, I would like to think that Clermont has has watched videos of Hibs and, and seen that Montgomery likes to play out from the back. And he's very you know regimented in that he wants he, he won't let his team not do that so i think that he's played that into his hands today and, and said that we you don't give them a minute at the back because although it's 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 pleasing to see a, another scottish team try and play good football you know you've got to pick and choose your moments and, and picking it against you know a, a team that with, with far better players than you they it resulted in, in exactly what it should i think under bill maybe you know we would have given them a bit too much respect and let them grow into the game and and who knows but it, it was just I, it's a weird way of saying it but it was that total lack of like total lack of respect that i want us to show other teams um you know just get in their face win the ball high up the pitch and um it was there were some really good finishes in there today and i think that comes as part of playing with the handbrake off Where, when we're not creating a lot of chances i think there's a lot of pressure on the players to score the ones they are creating and and today, you know, we were getting a lot of chances and, and it just, it felt like we were going to score more every time we went forward um, and, and Raskin getting that goal from long range. Our players shooting from long range, shooting and scoring from long range. Um, it was just, it was amazing all round. And I'm like, I'm trying not to get ahead of myself, <laughs> but it's put me on a proper high after months and months of watching absolute dross. So, um, yeah, handbrake off and hopefully we're going to see plenty more of it. I mean, listen, I get that, that that point of view, Ross, about playing with a handbrake off it. And to a, to a, a look, we did to a point. I, I still think, I've, listen, the manager said it as well. It's going to take time. It's going to take time to get his ideas across to these players about how he wants to play. I think it was just fortunate, and Stu mentioned it there as well. Hibs allowed us to do that. Hibs, Hibs weren't, you know, sitting back, 10 men behind the ball, punt it up the park. Hibs came to Ibrox to play and fair play to them. Um, but Hibs allowed us to kind of to kind of change the way we played a wee bit. Uh, you, you can say that, Martin, but when you go and, as we spoke about, see when you go and score that goal after 15 minutes, then they can't afford to sit in. So they need to start coming at you. That's the difference. We scored nice and early. Up until now, we've been struggling. It's sometimes even conceding first. But if if you're a Hibs fan and you're going to you're going to Ibrox again the way we've been playing, of course you would have came and played against us. You would have expected to be able to get something. And the the whole the whole of Scottish football have got the opportunity to come to Ibrox and try and play football. And you'll probably find out the days why they don't. Mm-hmm. Because if you come to Ibrox, you open up, you try and play football for the back. 
and Rangers have got the ability and the players. We spoke about it beforehand. Eight out of, eight out of the 11 players walk into their team. So see if they're managed and coached correctly and got the right attitude. Nine times out of ten, they'll win. And if you try and play against them and give them the opportunity to play the way Rangers want to play, then nine times out of ten, you're going to come off their cuffing as well. And that's the way it should be. But the good mm-hmm. thing about us is we never went one or early and then started with the, the sideways passing stuff that we have been doing uh, through the last two managers. We went and we, we tried our best to, to go and score more goals and we were unlucky not to effort. Um, if it not for, for bad finishing, then you could have had probably six now and nobody could really have complained about it. No, no, I agree. We'll, we'll come on to the finishing and and a, and a wee bit. But still, like Charles as well, we are a channel member, we are a super chat. Charles, thank you very much. You're always supporting the channel. It's greatly appreciated. Um, and I think this is maybe a message for all of us because, you know, look, we, we run a podcast, we do a podcast. So you're always, you know, you try not to get too negative. You try not to get too positive. You always try and look for that kind of, you know, that fine line. But you know, enjoyable, good performance, and it is early days, but, you know, a, games like this, you just need to enjoy it. Oh, nearly did the mute again there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, um, like, like I said at the start, it's, I, I was trying to temper expectations a little bit in terms of if it was a bad result today, and just saying, look, the manager's going to need time to, to do what he's got to do, but like I've said, I, I'm trying not to do the other thing of going too far the other way now. And and I, I see people are really enjoying it in the chat. And, and you absolutely should, because it it feels like a bit a bit of the monkey off the back in, in terms of we've we've just not seen this. And and the worry I think when we were chatting earlier was this team have got to get us at least to January before we can start making changes and, and carrying out any sort of surgery on it. So if he started dropping all the main guys then, you know, loses a bit in the dressing room and then we've got two months to get through. It could have been an absolute shambles. I think he did the right thing sticking with the majority of them, but it was whether he could then do what good managers do and that's raise their levels by, I mean, this lot, by a considerable amount. Um, and, and he did that today. And, and I don't think anyone should look at tonight as, oh, well, it's just one game. I think you should just enjoy tonight. I think there's going to be, there's going to be ups and downs um, under any management Today is is just about us getting back on track a little bit. Um, scoring goals, I feel, I feel like it's been. I know we beat Livingston four 0 but that was so late on in in the day when we scored those goals. It feels like a while since we we've absolutely smashed the team. Um, and and like Ross said, it could have been anything today. We could have scored five, six, seven, and we probably should have. In all honesty, so I'm um, I'm looking at it as I'm delighted we won four 0 and I'm now, I'm already excited for the next time we play. I'm already excited for Thursday and I'm already excited to see what, you know, little changes Clement can, can make now to get even more out of these lads. Because what I saw today more than anything was desire, just desire from players that we've not seen it from. Lundstrom was one of them. I was spitting feathers when he sort of let that ball go out of play that he thought was a goal kick. And I think he does that too often when he sort of stops and waits for a decision. But apart from that, I thought him, Tav... Um, Goldson, I thought a few of these players that we've questioned a lot of their commitment today, they they just was a complete 180 and, and every single one of them were thrown there, even late on 3-0, whatever it was, and Goldson's throwing his body on the line just to prevent a cross. 
um, that, that's what we want to see. We just want to see commitment and pride in, in playing for Rangers. And, and I think we got that out of everyone today. So, um, um, yeah, just excited to see now what, what the future holds. Listen, we all are. Um, the Blue Bells are blue gifted five memberships to the Rangers Rebel. Thank you very much. Um, the Blue Bells are blue. And, well, congratulations to the people who got um, given the, the five memberships. Ross, you said that, you know, goals change games. Goals change changed the way that Hibs had to then approach the game. Um, not that it was itchy peachy, you know, we were always in control. Um, but you did mention the finishing looked a wee bit off at points um today, and then just a bit of individual brilliance for Seema, and it's one now. We spoke about this before. He's just Sagara that's been put in a big stretching machine, isn't he? <laughs> like so, sometimes he looks like a horse that they keep up to a beach ball and other times it looks sublime. It's so weird. But especially the his second goal, the technique on that is unbelievable. Uh, it actually covered up Dessers' blushes because I thought again he should have scored in the build up to it. But I we got we, they have uh I think they had a one chance Butland made a good save he's near post you'd have expected them to save. Dessels has a chance for about 12 yards out where he kind of hits his shin and scuffs in and you're thinking to yourself, well, it's each peachy. Once we go and score that first goal, uh, as you say, Martin, it kind of lets everybody breathe. But rather than us kind of breathing and then slowing our breathing, then we get into a coma because we're no breathing anymore. What, what happened was we kept our foot on the throttle, which was nice to see. Um, if, we, if we score goals early against teams, they've got to come out and play against us. And if that's the case, then you're going to beat teams the way we beat Hibs today. Hibs are one of the better teams in the league. Um, and if you if you miss a chance, miss a chance, miss a chance, they get in the first 20 minutes, they're quite happy. Then you miss another chance and then they get, it gets to half-time. Then all of a sudden, half-time, the place is anxious, you know what I mean? Whereas today, scoring that goal early just changes the whole complexity of the, the, the full stadium atmosphere. You could hear it loud as day on the telly, um, how how much relief there was when about the stadium, how much a lift the players got for scoring the early goal, and also how much a lift the fans got. And I know that um, the big game must be an offer of a book. He keeps talking about making a beautiful story between the fans and the players, but that is... That there's a synchronicity that happens when the players are giving it their all and the fans give it their all. And all it takes sometimes at Highbrooks is one misplaced pass and that can start to come down the way. So the fact that we got the goal nice and early was um, just allowed that to carry on through the game and build. And I think it gave the players a bit of confidence to build themselves into the game as well. Yeah, and and still, channel member test video, Dessers was instrumental in Seamus' first goal. Could, um, was there any chance that Seema could have just played that across and, and gave Dessers a tap in? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I said in the chat was he had to finish it because if he, you know, when you when you take the ball into the box and you've got the tap in next to you and you're shooting, you have to score the goal because otherwise it's, you know, you've wasted such a good chance. Um, I'm always a fan of just, just doing the, the, the sweaty goal and, and just tapping it across and letting the guy have the tap in. But He's, he's got that much confidence at the moment that I've got no issue with him going for it. And, and it was a great finish right in the bottom corner. So, yeah, he, he may be... It's one of those ones. If he doesn't score, he should have passed, but it, it doesn't matter because he did score. Um, I agree, though. Des is... He didn't really, like, lay it off or anything, but he was causing a lot of havoc um, in the defence. He's 
you know, he's, he's not quite Morelos, but he puts his body about. And I think, you know, defenders don't really know what to do with him. And, and he, he is he is a threat in the air in terms of winning flick-ons and winning balls against the opposition. So they, they know they're in a battle when they go up against him. And I think today he just did enough there that, I, I don't know if it was Hanlon or whoever it was, just couldn't quite get enough on the header. And obviously, we didn't, I think it actually deflects back off Dessers again into sort of Seamus Pass. So um, I, th- I thought Dessers was fine today. I agree with Ross that he's... You know, you probably replace him as soon as someone's fit enough. But I think having him as an option is fine. And and he he certainly seems to take a little bit of confidence in in the little bits he was doing today. He should have scored that goal before Seema, but he does get his goal in the end. And it's it's a really good finish. So I was quite pleased with Dessers today that that he at least got that. And and Clement, I think um, I think someone mentioned it in the chat that he he knew what he was doing. He sort of bringing him straight off as soon as he scores the goal while he's on a high. I think that's really good management. So um. Yeah, it was. It's, it was one of those ones. I, I'm. I'm so glad Seema scored it. But yeah, I'd have, I'd have been at nil nil. I'd have been screaming at Italy if he's if he's missed that and and not passed it because it would have felt like another long day ahead of us. But yeah, when the when the boys have got confidence like that, he's, I've got no problem with him going for it. Um, Richard Wishart, two pound super chat. Thank you very much, Richard. The team needed this result. The team absolutely one hundred percent needed this result. Um, Ross, it's, do you know, this is always something that I say, oh, I don't know why we're talking about this. I don't want to bring this up. But do you know what? The more and more it goes on, and listen, you might tell me here that I'm talking absolute nonsense, and that's fair enough. But the more and more it goes on, the the more we see it week in, week out, um, something has to be done. What that is, I don't know. But Don Robertson today, I thought, was nothing short of horrific. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. I've said this time and time again. We think they're horrific. Hearts fans think they're horrific. St. Johnson fans think they're horrific. Celtic fans think it's because they're horrific. Yeah. It's it's because they're horrific. And it's as if they go out their way to look as if they're no siding with a home team, I think, at times. Don Robertson, there's been many a game where he's horrific for both teams. The day... I thought it was particularly horrific uh, against us, but there's been other games in the past where he's just as bad, mate. They're just shit. Mm-hmm. Scottish referees, I've said it before, they invested however many million in VAR and goal line technology, and we've still got refs that are no full time in their job. So, Don Robertson, I don't even know what he does. He looks like a PE teacher or something, probably <laughs> something weird like that. Um, so you've got guys like that, that are working at 95 Monday to Friday and they're coming in at the weekend and just doing that as a shift so the, the standard isn't great I've spoken this before as well if, if if a referee is a full-time job then you might get your, your guy who's a superstar in the junior leagues and then gets a bad injury and can't play and wants to go into that as a career path you might get ex-pros who maybe don't make it and want to be a referee because it's a full-time job. But at the moment, you're, you're just getting dross. 
you had you had Dross for years with your Dallas's and all that mob, and then the younger ones coming through are offending they're even worse. It's just, uh, I mean, I do think, obviously, speak to a lot of different and work fans for different teams and you very rarely hear any fan for any team in Scotland going that referee was really good today, I thought he was fair everybody feels as if they're against them and it's because you've got the blinkers of he let them away with murder, but he probably let us away with a couple that they'll look at and go he let them away with murder, but I, I an answer to your question, absolutely lying gish mate, I, they were terrible I, I, like I said, I'm, Again. Still, I'm, I'm, I'm not just talking still about decisions that went against us in the game. I'm talking about most of the decisions that he made in the game. And and look, Ian, Martin, Fekker, F talk about our Rangers, please. We're going to talk about Rangers for 99.9% of this reaction, Stu, but I think it does have to be mentioned um, because he was absolutely awful. It looked as if he was just guessing. Yeah, yeah, he was... I, I think... I actually think it is the right time to highlight it after a win. I quite, I think that is the best time. If you do it after a loss, it, it seems like sour grapes. Um, he was he was awful. He, he he ruined any sort of momentum that game had today, and his decisions were just baffling to say the least. The the only time I, I actually was more angry against someone else than, than him was when I think it looked like it went out for a goal kick, and and then it deflects off Suter or Goldson. I'm not sure who, and and. Lundstrom has a chance to clear it and instead he lets it roll back out because he says to Don Robinson, no, that's a goal kick. And then he gives the, the corner instead. And, and I already mentioned that that's, that's something Lundstrom does too often for me. I, I don't like it when he just completely stops and, and switches off because he thinks the decision should go his way. That said, um, yeah, Robinson was, was awful. And he, he always is awful every time I've seen him, not just for us in, in any game I've, I've watched that I see him in. It's, you're pretty much spot on. It seems like he guesses in the decision he makes. Um, I don't know why. I, I just it, It's almost like if a decision seems obvious, something in his brain tells him he should give it the other way. I don't, I don't know what, what this thing is he has of, of giving Stonewall free kicks the opposition way. It's, it's crazy. He gave a couple against us and he gave a couple for us. It was, it was a weird, weird moment. But um, I'm not, I'm not going to let Don Robertson ruin my weekend because Rangers have already made it pretty much. So I'm, I'm happy to leave it there. I can know, but it, it was just, I mean, to, to pull up the one that sticks in my head most, I can't remember who it was that got pulled back. Um, but it's Cantwell. He nearly pulled his shots off him and he just gives a free kick, no yellow card. You know, it's and there would have been other instances in the game for Hibs where maybe should have been yellow cards given or free kicks given. It's just... No referee's going to be perfect. I'm never going to get 100% of the decisions right. But but Don Robertson, he got less than a quarter right today. And it's no good enough. We, we talk about the standard of Scottish football. We talk about the, the standard of players in Scottish football not being good enough. Well, the standard of refereeing is nowhere near um, good enough. But back to the football, Ross. Um, we're all thinking, well, I'm thinking anyway, that we're going to half time 1-0 up. All right, we're doing okay. Come on, I'll get them in there at half time, rearrange. And then Raskin does what we've been choking for Raskin to do for ages um, and sticks in a 25 yard low shot goal. It was minimum 30 yards, Martin. You're doing the boys. That's a 45. Sorry, sorry, 45. And, uh, I need to apologise there as well, mate. I don't know if Mick Beale drove by my house in his car or something, but a black shadow passed over. <laughs> that's, why, 
that's where that hide the fact that we're doing the house up and there's uh, we took half skirting that way and put on skirting that way so there's a big hole in the wall I was trying to hide that uh, but anyway um, I Raskin I thought Raskin was different class today and it's because he was allowed to just go and dominate the midfield he wasn't being asked to sit and cover he wasn't being asked to go to when Tab goes forward you need to pull out to the right he was just allowed to go and just influence the game. He was showing up on the left wing. He was showing up on the right wing. He was showing up in the middle of the park. A shot for 65 yards right in the bottom corner. And saying that, David Marshall, I thought, looked as if he was showing his age very much. So yeah. um, if I'd had it that in, I would have chucked it. And I'm 35 and 18 stone. But anyway. Um, 35? 35, mate. Aye. I thought you were younger than me. Nah, 35, mate. I'm an old guy, man. Actually, Alex is looking across to me as if they say, Dad, going to tell them you've got a 12-year-old daughter in the next couple of weeks. So, I, am asking for me, man of the match, and long may it continue. Long may it continue. Aye, I know. Uh, 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 do you know what? I think Ross has got a point there, Stu. It was a good strike, not one of the, uh, not the cleanest strike you'll ever see. Um, should, should Marshall do better with that? I think anytime you see a keeper literally running as he's trying to get down for the ball, he's, he's, he can't move his feet. Um, I don't even think he's on the deck by the time the ball hits the net. And it's, it, listen, it's a bit of a daisy cut. It's not. He's not. It's a good strike, but it's it's not a rocket. Um, right in the corner though, it, it was one of them ones he hit it, and I just thought, I was like, oh, okay, he's, it's not a bad effort. And then the closer it was going, I was like, actually, this is this might sneak in the corner here, and, and then you see Marshall's feet going and. Yeah, it's, um, he should definitely do better. And, and how he's been allowed to carry on for them, I, I don't think he's been a good signing for them at all. I think on paper he was a good signing, but he's um, every time I watch Hibs concede a goal, it, it seems Marshall is at some sort of fault for them. Braskin, Green Ross, I thought he was he was brilliant today. He's, you know, I, I think he's coming off the back of some bad form, um, so he, he still had moments today where, which weren't amazing. But I don't think anyone was quality throughout. So I, I was just pleased that again, like the rest of the team, he showed a lot of improvements days. He was he just had that fire in his belly again. He was all over the pitch. He was intercepting passes. Um there, there was one early on actually that I was I was really impressed with Tav just coming in and, and meeting that ball really early um when Hibs were on the counter and he, he just snuffed it out. And that's what Raskin was doing all over the pitch. Um his his passing was good again. He wasn't just giving away stupid balls. He was just, yeah, he was just everywhere. And he, he was the little Terry that like, I want to see him be, just like, nipping at the heels of all the players. And when he does get the ball, he doesn't just pass sideways or pass back because he drives forward and he puts the ball into a good a good area for us to then, you know, start an attack or, or finish an attack in, in, in the other one. So, um, yeah, really, really pleased with Raskin. Bit fortunate. But then again, I'm hoping that that's our manager saying, I've watched this keeper and, you lot should be shooting from distance against him. You should, should be shooting wherever you get into the box. And I think we did that today. We, we must have had 20, 25 shots today easily. And I, I, I'm hoping that that's a, a sign that we thought this keeper's not great and you've got to test him every single opportunity you get. Yeah, can I just say, normally something gets said on this show, whether it's the, you know, the Monday night phone-in or it's the reactions or it's the build-ups, but something normally gets said and then it causes a storm in the comments. Um, I am under 40, and uh, Martin don't look a day over 50. I feel over 50. 
Um, but yeah, I'm I'm younger than Ross folk. Accept that. Just accept that. And if you are, of course, watching on YouTube, please do like and subscribe if you haven't already. The more likes we get, the more this gets um, shared. Um, I know that the majority of Rangers fans out there, for some reason, like to tune into mainstream media, um, which always does baffle me. But anyways, um, if you like this video, it will get shared through the algorithm. And if you subscribe, we are heading towards um, 10,000 subscribers over on uh, on YouTube. Um, give us a follow on all socials as well, if you if you would like. Um, all the links for that are in the description. And of course, our sponsors, NordVPN, um, get 63% off a two-year um, NordVPN subscription by using the link in the description. And when you use that link, you help support the podcast. Uh, Ross, Borna went off after 10 minutes, which looked like a thigh strain. I'm not 100% sure. We'll obviously have to wait on clarification from the manager. Um, does that put us in a tricky situation for Thursday where Yelma's not in the Euro squad? Of course it does. <laughs> I, I, I would like to think that he's felt a twinge and he's been took off to save him for Thursday. I'd like to think that's what happened because it seems to me as if Barisic gets too many of these calf and thigh strains not really doing much. Seems he's just like the player's just gone and it turns around and he's sitting on the sidelines in the exact same position. That's why draw a chalk outline, run him, so he knows where he's gone the next time. Just seems to sit down and be injured. It's poor management from the previous manager uh, to take Gilmaz out of the Euro squad, I thought. Uh, I thought there was other people that could have been dropped out of it. But it is what it is, and you can only hope that it's more of a precaution with Barisic so that he is fit for Thursday and know that he has got another one he's it seems like every other three or four weeks he gets a wee two or three week injury unless of course he's gone on international duty where he'll turn up the next day and play for the start so aye it's what it is isn't it it's what it is Stu but you know it, it does seem as though from the start of Michael Beale's tenure that we seem to have players who just simply can't stay fat. Yeah, so I mean it, it wasn't just Bloody Bill, it was it was Gio as well, to be honest. He's um we, we've had a real weird injury problem at the club and we, we blame Gio's preseason for, for the injuries during his season. Um I don't know what we can blame Bills on. The the players just dropping like flies at one point. Hopefully we're over the worst of it. I think that you know one of the big issues is we've, we've just signed a lot of injury-prone players. But ever since Barisic, the first season with Gerard, I, I think there was a moment where Gerard wanted rid of him because I, I can't remember who it was against. Was it a European game? And he, he went down. It was a tough game and he went off and you could see Gerard was fuming. And it, it almost like he'd worked him out that when the, when the going gets tough, Barisic will go off. I don't think that was the case today. Um, I think he's... I'm hoping it's just precautionary. He's, he's felt a twinge, like Ross has said, and and he thought, you know what, I'm not going to risk it. And I think it worked out well because I actually think Yilmaz suits us a lot more. And I, I really like Yilmaz. Uh, there's obviously something going where he can't get a sustained run and he's a little bit injury prone himself, but I really, really like him. I think he could be a big player if he can stay fit. That said, he's not available in the European games. So we, we do need to sort of wrap Barrister up in cotton wool. I've seen a few people say Davis can, can just play out there and, and he could. Um, Sterling can play out there if I'm not. Is Sterling registered for Europe? He, he could play out there if he's fit enough. But so, in, yeah. terms, in terms of a natural left back, you, you want you want Ridvan ideally, but he's not registered, so it, it's going to have to be Barisic. 
um, who, who I actually thought in the sort of five minutes he was on the pitch or whatever, he, he was at least playing the ball forward quite a bit. So um, I, I think Clement has, has drilled it into him enough that we're not going to see pass back Barisic too often. Um, but I do, I do hope he's fit enough to play on Thursday because I think balance-wise it'll make a big, big difference. I know. And look, Ross, you mentioned the third goal. Dessers should probably score. Um, Seema with another great finish. But the fourth goal, um, we have to give Dessers credit, Ross, when he deserves credit. Um, however, we can't talk about that goal without talking about that pass from Todd Cantwell, who when he came on, and you said it to me, Ross, before we started, when you've got players like Todd Cantwell back in the park, we're a far superior team. We are a much, much better team when you've got quality players like that. Fantastic pass for Cantwell. And what I liked most about it was, you know, Dessers could have hit it first time and probably would have scored if he'd hit it first time, but he didn't. And I thought, oh no, he's panicked again. The two Hibs players get in front of him. And it's a lovely cam finish from somebody who seemingly has no confidence. I don't know if I buy any he's not got confidence, Mark. I just think he's, he's not a goal scorer. I don't think he's somebody that's going to score you. If you look at his career stats, he's not going to score you consistently 20 goals a season, which if you're playing as a lone striker for Glasgow Rangers in the SPFL, you need to be you need to be scoring 18, 22 goals a season. Mm-hmm. You look at um, the other teams in the league, Van Veen last season scored what, nearly 30 goals in that league. So... On the Dessers, it, it was a good finish, a great finish, actually. But Todd Cantwell just sent four of their defenders a hot dog, didn't he? Just sent them right up into the main stand. Up you score, seven quid, hot dog, no tomato sauce. I'll just play this wee pass in. That's the difference. That's see having somebody. We've seen it last season when you play... 4-2-3-1 and just leave Cantwell in the middle where he can come back if he needs to go on the ball, but his main priority is opening up defences by facing them up on the 18-yard line and picking passes. There's nobody in this league better. There's, there's nobody in this league better than Todd Cantwell when he's allowed to play his own game. Now, that's one of the... You think about some of the stuff that Beal done this season, which is a sordid end he's ended up falling on. The game against Kilmarnock, first game of the season where he never played him, and then the game against Celtic, where he asked them to essentially play right wing back to cover for Tav going forward. Todd Cantwell is somebody that we should be building our team around. <clears throat> we spoke a bit before about players who maybe are past their sell-by date a bit at Rangers who are looking for another chance. That guy's just, he's just becoming a Rangers player. He gets it. You can see he gets it. You see that he's no scared to speak up for himself if it comes to the press and all. A lot of folk don't like his, his Instagram and getting involved and stuff like that. I, I quite like a bit of digging a player. I, I, I don't mind that at all. I like the fact that he fronts stuff up. But what I like best about him is just that. He's came back. His knee was, was strapped up. It looks if he was, he's, he's the bottom of his leg was taped on at one point when it showed Jim lying in the deck. And... And he still comes in with a moment of magic like that. There's not a lot of players that can be injured for six, eight weeks and come back in so seamlessly and just play like that. We've got a really, really special talent on our hands. Uh, and as I say, for me, it's about building a team around about him. I mean, I, I, Stu, a guy that's probably, what, 70, 75% fit in Todd Cantwell. Um, you can clearly see that he's not... He, he obviously has fully recovered for the injury. Um, but he's he's nowhere near the level that he can get to. 
and he comes on that park today. And that's when you know, like Ross says, that's when you know you've got a special player. That's when you know you've got one of, if not the best player in the league. Um, when he comes on, doesn't do massive amounts within the game, but what he does do, you look at and you go, yeah, that's a quality that we've been missing. Yeah, I think he's he's one of these players, and, and I don't mean he plays like him, but he's, he's like a Barry Ferguson in the, in the way that Todd Cantwell could play 10 bad passes. And the first thing he'll do when the next time someone gets the ball is he'll, he'll ask for the pass. He, he will never show away. He'll never go missing in a game. He'll always, he, you know, he might not have a good game, but he'll always try and impose himself on the game. He'll always try and be a presence in the game. And, and that's what I absolutely love about him. He's, he, he does, Ross is spot on in, in that he gets it. He gets what it, it means to play for us. Um, and, and we use that word a lot because not many people do. And, and he's someone that has so much quality as well. A player that I said when we signed him is is that's the sort of player we should be looking at because you know a guy that's lost his way a little bit but clearly has so so much talent and and we wouldn't have got him otherwise if he hadn't lost his way he, he talked he had that podcast recently where he talked about his barbaric uh, treatment at Norwich but you know we're thankful for that in a way because there's no chance he comes up the road if if he's not gone through that because surely another English team take a chance on a player like him he's, oh God, yeah. he, he's got every attribute you'd you'd want in a player and. The pass was, Joe. You know what? I'm someone who loves those sort, of, loves those sort of passes that that no one else sees, and and I love it when a player plays it. He sold me. I was certain he was passing to Tab. I was I was with the hips players going out to Tab to block it, and and next thing he's he's just reversed. I think the cameraman was on his way as well, and, and he's had to quickly switch back to to catch Dessers. And um, full credit to Dessers because he yeah he takes so much time, and it's a lovely little rolled finish into the bottom corner that sort of wrong foots, um, absolutely everyone. But yeah, it wasn't just that goal either from Campwell. He's he, he came back. He had that little bit uh, at the right back spot where he plays that one-two. He spins and he wins the free kick and, and gets nor booked. Um, you know, he, he had a few moments where he's he, he's just always willing. He's always ready and waiting. He's always on his toes. A couple of times there's like a clash of players and, and he's the first one in to nick the ball and drive it forward. And I think to be honest, the way Clement talks about us playing like this dominant attacking football, high energy, high press, I think it's going to suit Cantwell down to the ground. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Ross from Test Video Channel member, <clears throat> which leads into the question I was going to ask you anyway, right? but can you imagine how we'll play in a couple of months under Clement and, what the what I was going to ask you was, so it's one game, one game in isolation is nothing, right? But what did you see? Did you see anything in that performance today where you can look at and go, I can see what the manager wants to do and I've got confidence they'll do it? I think you could see right away that they were given licence to, to free themselves up for where they've been. Um, I under Bill, everybody had their position. Everybody, you'd seen a lot of people give up the opportunity to break forward in order to stay uh, rooted in the position that they'd been given and they had to stay in their zones. I thought that they um, taking a handbrake off, as he would, as it seems to be called, after Bill claimed he would do it and never. That, that to me, is, is good enough to beat most teams in this league. Rangers just gone and asserting themselves, playing their own game. We spoke about it before. Um, if you're coming up against a centre half in this league and you're putting pressure on them, 
you're putting constant pressure on defences for 90 minutes. You're going to get turnovers of possession, and it's up to you then to go and get the people forward. We looked as if we were interested in doing that today. Under Beal, I feel like Raskin and Lundstrom would have spent most of the game right on the halfway line today because we were quite happy for other teams to have possession in their own half. Whereas the day, every day was 20 yards further up the park. So that's a that's a big thing. I think once you get as, as much as he's another one that we you would have drove anywhere in the world for petrol money in the summer, Matondo, when he comes back, if you've got him and Seema on the two wings, can't wear in behind a striker and Danilo or maybe even Roof up top, I think we become a really intimidating opposition for teams because you if you can instill and keep the wee bit of confidence that Matondo's kind of got this season. Seema's absolutely flying. Can't well get him back to his best. Every time you've got a turnover, you've got four players up there that can go and do damage. Two of them that are lightning quick. So I think it's, it's, a, it's a really good time to be a Rangers fan. But in a, in a game, it's so good and so refreshing that they've took the time, they've got football people involved, and they've went and got a manager that's going to suit the philosophy of Rangers Football Club. If he's got, that's his first edition. That's it, the first time we've seen him. And he's already proved to us that he does want to play with a handbreaker. No, like we spoke earlier on Michael Beale, who came in, I'm going to play with a handbreaker, I've got to play fast flow and attacking football. And then the end of our season, we scraped through games, we came away with a decent winning streak. But you never seen us playing the way we played today. So for me, that was a massive green flag that. He's a man that's going to actually go through with the philosophy that he's kind of told us he wants to implement rather than doing all the talking, but then when it comes to being on the park, no no doing the walking. I don't know just, if I would use that. I don't know if I would use that colour of flag, but but yeah, I get what you mean. Just just on what he's he's saying there as well with the um you know, you said <clears throat> can we see what Clement's trying to do? I think the difference is Bill Clement. I can't keep doing the accent. Um, <laughs> when you see Bill, why do you use English hate the French so much? Right? I know Clement's Belgian, but you can't keep doing the French accent. Mate, what, is I, that against I, the French? I hate the English, so I don't know what you're trying to do with me. It's the uh, no, but what I was gonna say is, is Bill's Bill like that possession based football, but we didn't do anything mm. with it. We might have 70% possession and we'll draw one or win two one. I think the stat went up at some point today and we'd had 51% possession. It was quite even in possession. But you look at the difference in chances. Not only had we not faced as many chances as we usually do, but we've created a hell of a lot more. And, you know, it's, it's football's not all... I, I like stats, right? But it's not all stat-based. I'll take a 50-50% possession if it means not conceding many chances of scoring goals, as opposed to 70% possession. And we can see three big chances and can see two goals from it, but we don't create anything. It was It was absolutely night and day today. No, no, it was, it was, and the, that 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 point's kind of made by um, Derek, channel member, super chat. Thank you very much, Derek. Um, watching from Canada. Glad I got out of bed early this morning for a win. Quick, quick one. Me and the missus were contemplating because my missus' job moving to Canada, right? Because there's a lot of job opportunities over there. I couldn't get out of my bed that early in the morning, so we decided not to. So that's really just fault. Um, but watching from Canada. Glad I got out of bed early this morning for a win. And more importantly, a good performance. Glad to see you guys smiling. And Ross, to put that in perspective, 
we haven't felt any, I mean, is this fair? We haven't felt any sort of positivity for, what, going on about a year now? I think you've been a hypochondriac there, Mark. I, mean, I, think, yeah, I think there's been some flashes where you thought to yourself, look, we, something's happening, something's changing. Even during the early build days, as I say, what did we go, 17 game unbeaten or something like that? When Aye, but we never, saw, we never saw anything to suggest that we were going to do anything, if that makes sense. I... I would argue that the unbeaten run he had, had you thinking, when we came, we came into the start of this season, mate, I think everybody thought, gone by the amount of money he'd signed, he'd got all his first targets. I think that there was a bit of optimism there, and then it came to the part of, right, we've done all the rehearsals, the curtains open, and a lot of the players just shit their breeks, man. I, I, honestly, I honestly think from the very first game in pre-season, everybody's head was down. Uh, um, I sure, I, mean, I think that there was we've been, we were excited in the summer and it's fell flat in its face so again back to what Stu says we've had one good performance let's just hope it's not the new manager bounce let's hope we get some more players uh, I'm talking about Matondo but you've, if you're playing that attacking 4 2 three, one, you've got the likes of Lawrence if you can get him back fit coming in off the left another goal threat we've got a lot of goal threats as long as we play them and allow them to be goal threats and don't ask them to be sitters or square pegs and round holes. The body of the squad isn't as bad as Michael Beale made it look, is I think what I'm trying to say. No, I get that. I get that. Um, we will be discussing a lot more individual performances tomorrow night right here on the Rangers Rabble YouTube channel, Twitter and Facebook at half past seven. We'll go into it a bit deeper. We'll get a chance to watch the game back, go through a few more. Um, bits and bobs from the game. But that will do us for today on the Rangers Rabble reaction. Um, Rangers 4, Hibs now uh, debut win for the new manager, Senor Philippe Clement. Um, as Felipe. Felipe. Senor? I'm going with Senor, is that all right? That's Spanish Belgian. I'm doing Spanish, <laughs> Spanish Belgian. He's a Spanish Belgian French guy, yeah. There you go. See, that's free nationality, Stu, that you also hate for some reason. I don't know why you hate all these nationalities, but however, Stu just hates everybody. He does. Stu just I absolutely hates everybody, and I don't know why. It's shocking. Half of my family are English. I love the English. Um, so you know, just that's just Stu for you. And and Ross loves everybody. So um, thank you everybody for tuning in. Make sure you like and subscribe and follow, etc. 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 Check out our sponsors, NordVPN for 63% off a two-year deal there. Um, thank you, Stu. Did you I was just gonna leave myself on mute because I do I couldn't click it off in time, but yeah, thank you. Really, really enjoyed it. <laughs> thank you, Ross. Thank you, Martin. You are welcome. <laughs> Um, that's my best French accent. That's that's about as good as it gets. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, hopefully, we'll see you all back here tomorrow night at half past seven. Good night. Sports Social Podcast Network.